On today's episode, the most exciting first ever episode of our podcast, we'll be talking about something everyone from first and second year at uni is all thinking about at the moment. How to pick your course major and what to do when you're not sure what to do. So choosing your major can appear to be one of those choices of colossal proportions that will determine your subjects, friends, uni experiences, and likely also your grades for at least a year of your degree. For many courses, you'll need to complete prerequisite subjects, and at times it can be hard to know which major is actually the best one to choose when you're hearing conflicting and varied advice from all different sources. To help you make sense of choosing your major, today we've got our friend and very special guest, Jesse, to come in and share some of his ideas and experiences with choosing a major. So without further ado, if you'd like to introduce yourself, Jesse, and tell us a little bit about yourself and your pathway to where you're studying right now. Well, I'm Jesse. Thanks for having me, Jordan and Dan. Um, so I'm currently an honours student with the uh, MDHS faculty studying anatomy and neuroscience. Uh, specifically, I'm doing a research project on the enteric nervous system and developing a novel stem cell therapy to treat uh, upper enteric nervous system digestive disorders. Uh, however, I actually didn't major in anatomy and neuroscience. I didn't even study anatomy, neuroscience, or physiology. I'm actually a biochemistry major. And I guess I can t- talk, I can learn a bit of my experience today about my path from going from an IT technician uh, to a biochemistry major and then deciding to go into neuroscience. 100% Jesse, I'm actually pretty interested about this. So could you please elaborate on that? Well, I, I actually had a gap year when I finished my high school education. And like many, I'm, I'm from uh, regional Victoria. And like many students, I took a gap year to work, to earn some money to go to uni. And so I um, worked at my local high school as an IT technician, where I repaired computers, programmed, and sort of just did that front end face-to-face as well as the back end of um, like networking and uh, uh, like server maintenance, that kind of stuff. And so I, just, I really loved it. I ended up just getting really into the job and I was sort of thinking for a long time, oh, computer science is probably where I'll end up. And I'd already gotten my offer for uh, science at Melbourne Uni and I knew that Melbourne Uni science is quite flexible. So I was like, I initially like years beforehand gone biotechnology but I also had this current interest in the computer science. And so my boss was like, just try both and see how you go. And so that's how I ended up being able to sort of slowly begin that, that journey to being <laughs> completely disinterested in computers. <laughs> so what was your journey like when you came to uni? It was quite hard, actually. Like sort of moving from a small town, there's actually more students at uni Melb than there are people who live in my hometown. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Where are you from? So it's uh, Wangaratta. Okay, yeah. So it's, I mean, you wouldn't think that Melbourne Uni would have more people than Wangaratta, but it, it's actually significantly more students here, at least when I came. And so it was like, you know, when I first came on a, during Summerfest and there was just so many people around and I was just, I was not used to such crowds and so many, so many young people as well. And that was, it was just mind blowing. Um, so I didn't really spend a lot of time studying. I spent a lot of time just uh, meeting people, trying to go to social events and sort of go like 
just meet new people essentially. It was like, that was my main goal for first semester. And I was doing a bit of computer science that I didn't really study much for. <laughs> and same as all my biology and chemistry, like I was pretty focused on, on the social side. Um, but it was sort of like later on that I got a bit more interested in the um, sort of study side of things. Wow. Well, that actually sounds really, really interesting. So what was the point that made you decide to major in biochemistry? Like what, what sparked this interest in biochemistry? Um, well, I, essentially, when I was doing computer science, while I could already program and while I already knew a lot about computer systems, I just didn't enjoy studying it. I just didn't enjoy how the courses were structured. And so it, just, it actually just destroyed my enthusiasm for computers. Um, whereas the more I did biology and the more I did chemistry, the more I found them interesting. And so I was slowly able to uh, eliminate those subjects which were sort of less interesting and I was guiding myself towards the ones which were sort of building their own enthusiasm. And then by second year, um, I'd finally eliminated my other passion, which was history. Because um, everyone had always joked that I should really be an art student. And because I was always, go, always going, going on about politics <laughs> and, or, and or history, I even treated history in my gap year. Oh, nice. Yeah. So everyone was always like, you're not really a science student. But then I had done some uh, microbiology and I was doing um, biochemistry as well as this really fantastic subject, techniques in molecular science, which is lab based. And I was just enjoying every aspect of it. I really, I really loved learning about how all these like these tiny little cellular components are able to work together and make you, you. And I just found it absolutely fascinating. But then I was slowly sort of figuring out which components of all these subjects were interesting. Like, um, I was finding this pattern that the stuff that I liked all happened to be the same in all these subjects. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So like in genetics, I tried it and I thought genetics was looking at how genes work, but the way they structured that subject, or at least what I later learned is that genetics also mainly means like the crosses when you're looking at these sort of phenotypes. And the sort of outcomes of genes, whereas molecular science was actually what I liked, which was how's the gene work? What are the components interact with the gene? What does the DNA mean? What, yeah, like it was just a bit of something they didn't explain in first year. It's something I had to learn. And by uh, doing these extra subjects, which was genetics and then molecular science, I was able to go, oh, actually, this is the part that I like. And I was slowly able to filter out all the stuff that I didn't like. And by the end of second year, I did this subject called Stem Cells and Regeneration Development with Mary Familiari. Yeah. Uh, And it changed everything. I was like, I was a bit unsure when I was starting out in in all all this biology stuff. I was like, oh, I like it, but there's always something wrong. And then I did this. And by the second week, I was like, I know exactly where I'm going to be and I know exactly what I want to do. And the way she taught this subject was just so captivating. It's actually where I found my supervisor. Really? Yeah. Oh, that sounds awesome, doesn't it? 
Yeah. Was it something you were always interested in? You mentioned being interested in biotechnology before even at high school, but were you a bit surprised by how much you started to enjoy biology and biotechnology and chemistry when you started in finding it interesting at uni? Well, in my high school, they never really taught much about, like, I never even knew what a stem cell was in, in, in high school, really. Like, they, I'd obviously wrote, learned the, you know, the VCE definition of unipotent, multipotent, pluripotent, but I never really thought about what it meant. It was, and I didn't really ever consider these cells to be different because I found in high school, it's more like you get this sort of general outlay of a whole bunch of things, but you never really get to actually see or learn what these things mean. It's like you learn what the Krebs cycle is in year 12, but you don't really learn how important the Krebs cycle is or how complex of a process this is and how many finely tuned components of it there need to be for it to work until you start to learn it in biochemistry and you go, oh my God, there's this concept of all these components perfectly working together at all times just to produce energy. Wow. Just, just hearing you speak about like your journey and like your pathway just sounds so amazing. Just really, really does so sound so, so amazing. But I'm curious about, you've done this biochemistry subject, done this stem cell subject and you loved it, right? Mm. But how did you become... How did you choose to study and on it, doing your honours in anatomy and neuroscience? Like, well, how was that transition? Like, how did it work? Yeah, I'm curious. Well, I guess it was mainly the interest in the stem cell side of stuff. I loved, like, I realised that the stuff that I really liked was learning about how different components work with each other, these, these concepts of intracellular um, and sometimes extracellular, you know, proteins, all just working together perfectly in this just it's just like a like a symphony almost of these parts Uh, each part plays its own bit in the overall process and i found i actually just ended up finding any of these processes interesting and i guess it all ended up i ended up realizing that the stuff i liked in microbiology uh the stuff that i liked in the stem cell subject and the stuff that i liked in biochemistry were all the same thing, which was maybe how a cell how a cell traffics a protein, how a cell signals to another cell, how uh, DNA gets transcribed, and the, the little all the little processes that are involved in making sure that um, the gene is regulated correctly. I just found I just ended up finding that that cell biology side of it was the part that I liked, and then I had a lecture from this from my supervisor, my now supervisor, uh, where he talked about his projects and what he does in the lab. And I was like, oh, it's pretty cool. I was like, I don't know what a neuron really is, except something about calcium channels. I don't really know much about the gut. I don't, couldn't even really point where the gut would be. <laughs> I, I, really point, I didn't know what a stomach looked like. I didn't know what anything looked like. I had no anatomy background. But I was like, in these interviews or like these chats with him, I was like, and the, and the collab head, I was like, look, I couldn't tell you where anything is in the body. I couldn't tell you how anything really works in terms of organs, but I really love learning how cells work. And this is a stem cells project. And I think they, they were like, based on enthusiasm alone, we'll take him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. It sounds like you really brought some of the interest in terms of like the mechanistic learning and like learning the process. Do you think like that sort of passion for you, did any of that come from computer science? Or you think any of that translated from like 
your interest that you had before into sort of enjoying understanding the biological processes in a sort of mechanistic way as well? Mm. Yeah, I totally see where where you're coming from. I think it probably is a pretty good point to bring up. Like, I really enjoyed learning. Um, I had this sort of mentor in in my job who every Wednesday he'd come in and just sort of fix up computers and pull them all apart. And so we had a one-to-one laptop program at our school. And so, you know, there'd be these year sevens who come in with liquid damage or smash screen or rust in their computer. And it was his job to usually fix a lot of it. And I was just interested and I'd sit down, I'd watch him. And eventually I'd actually automated my job. I'd programmed my job out of existence. And so I had all this spare time and he was like, sit down and learn. And so he just showed me how each of these cables all linked together and how each of the parts talk to each other. And I just, I was fascinated by it. And so where computers are quite understandable because we designed them, the complexity of life and all this stuff that's inside of a cell, it's kind of like, it's more fascinating to me because it's so dare I say stupid a lot of the time, like cells are just, they do some of the stupidest things. Well, it sounds like you've got a lot of experience and, you know, knowledge about, you know, your pathway and like how you chose what you're studying now and whatnot. Um, but if, for example, you know, a first year student comes to you, Ryan, asks you for some advice or, you know, asks you a question or whatnot, like how, what advice would you give that student about choosing a major and choosing something that you'd love to study? Well, first year is the most important year to try to try as many things as you can because ultimately you don't want to be trying stuff you don't want you, you don't want to be deciding middle of third year because i've met some people that decide middle of third year i'm going to go try some different stuff because what i'm studying now i hate and by then you've kind of locked yourself into a bit of a corner um which you know for some people they can extend their degrees and that's fine I was not in a position where I'd be able to extend my degree. Um, so for me, it was quite fortunate that I had done that experimentation um, in terms of I'd done computer science, biology, chemistry, and then history. I'd sort of picked all the four areas that I had a bit of an interest in and, would, and just slowly whittled down uh, to the ones that I was liking and enjoying. And the ones that I got up and went, I want to go study this some more. Whereas like, computer science I wasn't getting up saying I'm going to go study this some more I was actively trying to avoid studying it by going to the pub all the time (laughs) what advice would you have for people that are sort of sitting at home like I just don't want to get up and do any of this like to just change completely or you've just never had to experience that so much you've always had something there to find interesting I one of my peer mentees was asking about this recently as well and I guess my advice is to you, things aren't going to change if you just keep doing the same thing. You actually are, in my opinion, you're better off deciding if all of these things aren't working and I'm not enjoying any of them. I think personally, you're better off just getting up and trying to go for a proper change because if you, I don't know, it's like that saying, right? Something along the lines of, you know, what is madness? It's just getting up doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. It's like, well, if you're hating it, if you're hating biology, maybe your second year and you're like, oh my God, I'm doing physiology and I just absolutely hate it. And, I've, and you've locked yourself into all these physiology subjects. 
thanks to the university and the way that they've structured the science degrees, um, you can get wa- waivers for subjects. You can get up and go, well, I've got a bit of background in this. Let's try something else. I knew one, I knew one girl who, um, in third year, decided, realized that genetics is where she wanted to be and just went up and added a bit of extra time onto her degree and completely re- refocused her major and never regretted it. 